WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Episode, like, I don't know, what is this, 12 of The Car Struggles with Dev. All right. Are you counting only episodes from this? this uh, yeah, yeah, season two, season two. Season two, yeah. Season two. All right, uh, so today's guest, Nikolai, welcome back. Everybody remembers Nikolai. So glad to be back. So glad to be back. It's wonderful to be returning. Thank you for having me, Dev. Of course, of course. So today's uh, topic is going to be about cooking in college and how people from college either know how to cook, they haven't cooked at all, or they know, like, somewhat. You know, so true. Nikolai, have you ever cooked here in college? I I have actually. So okay, okay. Before I came to college, right? My parents like they were like Nikolai. You eat the food that we make you, and you eat out, and like you eat like a like a pig. <laughs> like we put food in front of you, and you just like devour it. And then what are you gonna do when you live alone? And so they made me like cook a couple dishes. Okay, um, like myself, yeah. but. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Freshman year, I ate at the dining hall every single day, like five times a day. Like I was, I was five times. I was a lakeside feed. Like usually I'd be going there for like a little snack, but, um, but I'll be honest, fresh foods were over lakeside any day, but okay. My personal opinion, okay. it's not reflect the opinion of WVUA or the university <laughs> Okay, is that, um, fresh will sometimes have something that's actually good. Okay. Uh, and Lakeside's always pretty mediocre, but Lakeside's like consistent. You can go to Lakeside and know what you're getting and know that you'll have something to eat. I I've gone like to Fresh is pretty. It's not. I've gone to Fresh many a time and just found nothing that I want to eat. Interesting. And just left with. Although Fresh, I will say, has those like um, those healthy, or those at least steam healthy the drinks. I love those drinks. Yeah. I there was a first. My New Year's resolution last year was I was not going to eat any more Lakeside pizza and sweet tea okay. because that was my meal every single night. Oh my gosh! Semester. Yeah, I was not very healthy. But now that I'm a now that I'm a sophomore and I live off campus, right? Um, I found myself like actually having to go to the grocery store. I'm still really bad about this. I eat out like all the time. That's fair. But um, I have like recently started cooking a little bit like i cook no the problem is here's the real thing that people don't tell you the problem in college is not that you don't know how to cook like cooking is actually very easy you just look it up and follow the recipe right exactly you buy the ingredients you follow the recipe the problem isn't ability the problem is motivation because it's so much easier and faster and less hassle and sometimes it's even um less expensive to just hit up jimmy john's hit up cookout like just get something to, to eat fast now. And then that lets you focus on what you actually want to be doing with your life. You know, going out, talking to people, whatever. Fair. Yeah. Um, cooking is like, that's like two hours that you have to focus on making a good meal. And it's going to be a good meal, but also you're just going to eat it. Like in the same way that you would just eat Jimmy John's and right. it's going to be gone. Right. Right. So that's like, for me, I find it really easy to cook when it's an event. When I'm like, when I have people over, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to cook. I go out and buy meat. I go out and buy, you know, vegetables. I go out and buy the whole, I get, I get a, like a nice meal together for people because I feel like there's a, like, there's like a good reason to do it. But finding that motivation for like myself where I know that I really won't care that much if I cook or if I get Jimmy John's, but it's like the same, you know, one has a lot more effort. In it. Right. Right. And it's going to be cooking because it's like, it's like time and like, okay what i want okay how do i have all the ingredients can i afford all the ingredients whatever yeah all that 
like do I have the time for all those ingredients or like do I have time to cook do I have like the, you know the assignment or whatever you have to do tomorrow or later today whatever it is all that and like I have a fridge space for mm. it so yeah it's crazy but like I feel like I I even like like last year I never had breakfast yeah I like I can always like wake up and be like okay I'm gonna like get some water or something and then go to my class but now it's like on weekends and even like uh, maybe not weekdays but definitely weekends I'll wake up I'm like okay you know I, I got some bacon and eggs here mm-hmm. make a little make a little sandwich have a have a nice morning breakfast is nice yeah it's nice and they yeah. like bacon egg and cheese some jalapenos so good yeah, yeah, I would say that I I'm like fifty fifty on breakfast. Okay, like I I try and get it when I can. Um, sometimes I'm like running out the door to get to get the food. But, right. Um, I'm a big cereal guy. I know lots of people. I know cereal isn't really that good for you, mm-hmm. but I just like I grew up eating a bowl of cereal every morning. So that's like just throw in some cereal, get some milk. The problem is like sometimes I'll run out of milk, and again like the motivation behind oh I have to actually go to the store and get milk versus and eh, whatever I'll just give it today. Fair, is yeah. is because I'll, I'll just give it today for like two weeks. Right, right, right. Until I'm for the, at the store for some other reason. I'm like, oh, I need to get milk. Okay, that's one of the big things about college that like makes me feel like an adult is like shopping for groceries. No, it's very strange. I'm pushing a cart alone, and I'm like, okay, like I need this. Oh yeah, I could use this for that. And I'm like, oh, I'm out of this. It's just really strange. I'm really bad about like I every time I go to the grocery store, I will forget like three things. I always make a list on my phone, like in my notes app or something. Yeah. And then I always, I, like, this is something like, that's like, like my inner mom, but I'm like, where's like the coupons and like all like the sales and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, even though I look at, sometimes like my mom will like send me like public like listings and like, this is like, like what's going on, like look for coupons. I'm like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, oh, I could use that. And I'm like, go find it. It's like two for five, like hot sauce or whatever. So it's great. Yeah. Um, the one, like I've seen some people that do cook though, like regularly. Right. And I think what their secret is, is that they're in a, like a roommate situation where like everyone kind of contributes and everybody like wants to kind of contribute. And so they still have that like social pressure of like, I'm cooking for other people. Right. But it's just like, instead of having people over and have it be an event, because you, you can't do that every single day, right? They do it like for each other in a sort of a communal way. But I don't know. Honestly, I kind of wish I, I still had the meal plan. Um, just because, like, while I'm here, I want to, like, it, it's very convenient. That's fair. I feel like the my main thing I miss, though, was, like, the, like, the nice, like, water and fresh. Like, those, like, flavored, like, liquids. I don't know. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. They have, yeah. I like, they come out of a machine. And yeah. I'm, I'm always skeptical of, like, is this really healthy? But it looks healthy and it tastes healthy. Yeah. And it tastes not bad at all. Even like the infused like water, I mean, it's like a meal. It's nice. That's that's what I feel. Yeah, like. yeah, like the little yeah. It's nice though. It's cool. That's the other thing is like those those soda machines. Mm-hmm. Like even first semester freshman year, I was like, I'm gonna get sweet tea because I know it's bad for me, but it's not like soda bad for me. Right. I've got a friend. Um, well, actually, you know him. Our friend Alexander. Yeah. Okay. Is studying to be a dentist. Right. And the things that he tells me, like frankly. Sometimes I don't even want to know because, like, the stuff that we, like, eat is so bad for our teeth. It's just horrible. Like, soda is terrible for it. Even LaCroix. He told me that the carbonation in LaCroix actually um, can do damage to your, like, enamel. So, like, when you're drinking LaCroix, like, it is a lot healthier in terms of, like, carbs right. and, like, chemicals and stuff than, than Pepsi. But he said don't, like, don't just, like, hold it in your mouth. You have to, like, actually drink it because um, that carbonation itself is like kills the enamel yeah yeah it can do damage to your teeth that's crazy so 
Yeah, I have to like, that's another thing that I have to like get on top of is like knowing all the like health and nutrition stuff. Right. Yeah. Because I didn't even, I'd never think about that. Cause like, it's just me, like my metabolism. I'm like, I'm like, I'm so exactly. young. Who cares? It's it's like, am like, I hungry? Cause like that fell apart. Right. There's so much us that goes into that. It's like, Ooh, like, it's like for me, it's like, Ooh, I need water. Cause you know, like I need to be hydrated or it's like, Ooh, soda sounds so good. I have a soda. Like I don't yeah. even think about it. Yeah. That's just it. But I don't know. Oh man. And it's crazy to think like, I have to start caring about these things soon. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to get like. I don't know heart attacks <laughs> just yeah. like I, from eating yeah but i'm so happy it's, like, i learned how to cook i, I think I, learned, I, just, I know how to cook a little bit in high school i wasn't mm-hmm. like a, like an amazing chef but like I, it's like you said like it's not hard it's just like knowing like okay like if you're hungry and want to do it you can do it so it's not, it's like not even it's like you said not skill it's just like can you follow directions like also like just can you even read english like you know whatever yeah and it's like follow what it says and do what it says and you're fine the other thing is i think with some experience you stop being like afraid of it because yes. i remember when i was in high school and i was like trying to cook i would always be like it's it's, just, it's say like saute this and i'd be like what does that even mean right like that sounds scary i'm gonna mess it up and i'll be like i did mess it up like lots of times like i burned rice and stuff just like doing it wrong mm-hmm. but i mean it's not the end of the world like you won't starve to death just because you messed up one dish and the other thing is like most food um that you buy at the grocery store like unless you like really really mess it up it's not it's not gonna be super bad for you even if you don't cook it right like you know maybe it'll be a little crispy or whatever but that's okay yeah it's fine you're, you're learning um it's still so edible still tastes like okay yeah the other thing you have to keep in mind though when you're having like people over for event stuff is you have to like lots of people have different food preferences uh, in terms of like, and, like what, allergies yeah stuff. yeah allergies people are gluten-free people are vegetarians so you have to like lame <laughs> uh yeah your views do not necessarily reflect the views of wvua <laughs> but um yeah you have to keep that stuff in mind because i have a friend that's um like she, she can't do gluten right like it's some sort of health condition thing and oh yeah it's uh oh what is that called i know what you're talking about uh, i have to think about it anyway keep going. i had her over when we were like baking we were like making cookies and like we had like this little pie that we made and it was like oh you can't eat i yes. forgot about that yeah but i mean like we went in the fridge and got her something else to eat oh, it good. felt bad that's all right yeah she didn't mind but it's just like you got to keep that kind of thing right no i mean i'm sure we did I mean, it's fine whatever yeah like you can still live with like I think gluten can't even taste like the difference anyway. Yeah, I, I, no I don't idea. know anything about that. But you also have to like I don't know. I always make sure that my meals have like it's kind of funny, but it's like uh, one of the parts of all the food pyramid. So like it has to be like it has to taste balanced. I can't just like eat. That's so funny. Potatoes. Really? Yeah, you have to have like if you're gonna, you have to have like a meat as the like the main. Right. This is my philosophy. You have to have a meat as the main centerpiece. Okay. Right. And then you have to have like a base of like rice or potatoes or some kind of like carb. Sure. And then you have to accent that basically with a salad or like vegetables. Okay. Like cooked asparagus is one of my favorite because it's so easy. You that is so good. So good too. Throw it in the pan. Throw some butter on right. that. Boom. For me, it's like also like like mushrooms. I love mushrooms. True. True. So good. Mushrooms when done. I, as a kid, I hated mushrooms. I agree. But then growing up, like. Once you understand them, once like, they're I feel done like, right. Yeah, I, like, once they're like, good, right? Like even like on pizza, it's like, ooh, that's great. Yeah. And then all the sandwiches, or even because of a side item. I remember like, we had like stuffed mushrooms or like, some kind of like fried mushrooms. It was so good. There's like a mushroom in like a certain kind of sauce. 
that my parents used to make mm-hmm. that it was like alfredo sauce like right it tasted like that oh those those i know i know what you mean yeah those like thin kind of cut mushrooms yeah yeah, yeah so exactly. good that like yeah so I, it has to, it has to work with the rest of the meal right of course you know i wouldn't eat a bowl of mushrooms straight up <laughs> no yeah of course it's kind of gross but i think they're stuff like that just like to give the meal a balance right i understand I mean, there are like certainly like vegetables you can eat like by off of carrots, like mushrooms or like broccoli. I don't know. This is kind of weird, but I don't know. I like broccoli. I mean, I feel like it depends. Like for me, like raw broccoli, nah, it's okay. I'm a big raw vegetable guy. That's part of my really? other problem is that like I buy ingredients for food and then I just eat the ingredients. <laughs> like it's so much easier to just eat celery from the fridge than it is to like put make it a in whole something. meal. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's fair I, I love celery I think it's like it's like water sticks it is it's literally just it's water crunchy. sticks it's crunchy it's, it's got everything you want it's, it's good for you yeah I think I mean I don't know I would think it seems good for you it's, it's good for you and then you put it in a ranch and it's not good for you <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a ranch guy I'm a blue cheese guy I love blue cheese here's one unhealthy food tip though what's up for, for students and this works for me and this works for other people that I know so okay. it works um, if you order Domino's um, and I think other pizza chains do this as well. But if you order Domino's in particular on like a Friday night or like a busy night, right? Um, and they don't, they have this deal where if they don't deliver for you within like 30 minutes or like some time frame, um, like you get enough of their like rewards points to get yourself a new free pizza. Hmm. And like I had a friend freshman year who literally got a free pizza every single week because she would order on Friday night and she lived on campus. Mm-hmm. So it's it's impossible for them to get from Domino's to campus on Friday night, like at nine o'clock. Right. Within within the amount of time. Um, so she literally, she paid one time and got free pizza for the rest of the year. Um, Interesting. And the pizza, like, it's like, they don't let you do it immediately, but it's like a two day cool down period basically. Um, but yeah. Hmm. And like a, a lot of companies have these like deals because like most like their their understanding is like most of the time people aren't gonna go to the effort of doing that and that um, that that allows them to be like oh we were late we're sorry like they can be like we guarantee fast service but if not you know it's not the end of the world right so so that you get free pizza just for like ordering at that time. Yeah, well, because the, the, the free pizza she would get would also be late. Right. And they give you more points. That's wild. Yeah. It's a great deal. Making money and making points and making free food. Yeah. There's, there's no downside. That's amazing. Oh, I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Friday night, like 11 p.m. Oh, I want some Domino's. Get some Domino's. Let's see if I can make it. Yeah. No that's, shot. No shot. Game days. Oh, that's impossible. Yeah, exactly. Anytime that game day. Yeah. It's impossible. Everything's closed. All the roads are closed. That's one thing. So back like, when I moved here, right? Um, like everything's closed on Sunday. Right. You can't do anything on Sunday, even if you wanted to. So it's not terrible, but like, I don't know. Back home, back home, everything would be open. Right. Twenty four seven. is a college time. I mean, I feel like that's just like the 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 rules, the way. Yeah. The Alabama way. Sunday's a recharge day. For real. But it's, it's a good deal. I mean, I think, like, I feel like if, like, you know, weekend's fun, whatever, and, like, Saturday's game day, then, yeah, Sunday's, like, a recharge, sleep in, go to church kind of day. Yeah, because people have to get ready for class on Monday. Right, yeah. And then, for most people. <laughs> I'm wait. trying to schedule. I the, the way I have my schedule scheduled now, I want right. to class on Monday. It's going to be beautiful. I hope. 
Yeah, because you said like Monday and Friday, no class. Monday and Friday off. What? I used to have 13. How many credits do you have? 16? Uh, 12. 12? Okay. So I, I could take 12 or I could take 16. Right. But either way, like whatever I decide to do, I have to figure that out tonight actually because I'm purchasing tomorrow morning. Okay. 7 a.m. But whatever I decide to do, like that's one thing. Like there's so many classes here. Right. Depending on your major, like I know some people that have like set majors and they're like, I have to take nine a.m.s for the rest of my life. Yeah. But like if you're an engineer, forget about it. Right. Yeah. But if you're in a chill major like history or <laughs> like, I don't know, communications or something. Communi- criminal justice even, I feel. Like, yeah, yeah, CJ for sure. You're like, your hours are like whatever you dream them. Like I theoretically, I could probably not have class on Wednesday either. <laughs> I would just be Tuesday, Thursday, like death stacks. Yeah, like, and then, yeah. But no, it's it's chill. It's a good deal. Honestly, that's kind of nice. Because like for me, I have, I have like Monday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I only have my nine eight, my nine thirty, and then I have the whole day off after yeah. that. And then Tuesday and Thursday are pretty packed from like I'd say like nine thirty to like six fifteen ish. And then Friday, I only have my nine a.m. history, like uh, what's it called presentation, and then my um, my one o'clock like lab for or two, twelve o'clock lab for accounting. Yeah. So I have a quiz every Friday. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's kind of. I have to study for. All I do with my time is to study for that. Is it hard? Is it like a hard? It's quiz? yeah. Like I remember because like that's we, crazy. It's really scary. I mean, it's it's like if you have no business major, or whatever. But like honestly, like accounting is hard. Like I remember um, my teacher like I went to her office hours all the time, and she was like, the way you need to like learn and like like test yourself and like know if you know the information is like teach other like, other kids. So like you know how like me and like my girlfriend will have like uh, Bruno like library yeah. will like, go to the library and like rent yeah. like hours. Uh, this past few, like, I think this past week, every day I was in Bruno and I have a couple kids ranging from like three to like three, like kids come in for accounting. I had like, I had like office hours. I would like literally just teach them because we all had a test last Monday and, uh, on starting, I think Wednesday or Thursday, I had like people come into Bruno and I would literally just teach them everything. This guy's counting TA. No, for real. I was like, I remember I went to TA. You I would, I, I thought about like, like, even my teacher, like you should be in like, accounting, like, um, what's it called? Like a major. They went major store like finance. But I was like, nah, I'm okay. I don't like. I still I like my life, but <laughs> yeah. I remember because even the TAs, some of them like some of them like, oh yeah, I had a C in, in this class, but I'm still an accounting major and an accounting TA. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. But and some of them will like be like, oh, I don't really know like what this account or like what this is, or like or like what the answer is. And I look at like the other kid's homework. I'm like, oh, it's this. And um, the TA, I remember this happened like last week. He was like, thanks for doing my work. I was like, no problem. I was like, no problem, man. It was great. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's for me, it's like I'm learning it because, like, I know I know it. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then, like, that kid will know it because, like, like oh, okay, like, it's this because it's this. And I'll explain everything. Yeah. It's great. So, history, though, like, what do you even do? Like, what's your day-to-day, like, routine? So, history, every history class I've ever taken is set up like this. You have a professor who's an expert in that area. Right. So, the class will be, like, German history. And the professor will be like a German history expert. Fair. And they'll teach like four or five classes, but they're all like the same theme. So like uh, Professor Peacock, for example, she teaches about Russia. Okay. Like Russia's her area, right? And she's, she her like actual research as a researcher is about like the Soviet Union and children, but she knows broadly about Russia in general. Um, class itself is usually it's like this. You've got a you've got readings that are assigned to you at the beginning. And the purpose of the readings is to give you like, like an in-depth view of the subject. Right. Like the readings will be like, if if the class is about the Thirty Years' War, you're going to get a book called The Thirty Years' War, and it's going to go like note by note, like everything that happens. Here's all the all the stuff. 
Um, and then class is just lecture. So class is just explaining, here's what happened in history. Mm -hmm. Here's, you know, this guy did this and then this happened to him. And then it's just like a story. Uh, and your grades for every class that I've ever been in, you're graded on two things. You're graded on, theoretically you're graded on like attendance and participation. Very theoretical. <laughs> um, but in reality you're graded on like three or four papers. Right. And the papers are kind of serious. The papers are like probably nine page, like, so usually there's like two less serious ones and then a third one that's like the real paper. All right. And then your midterm and your final. Right. Um, and the papers are just like, they're usually like research papers. So go go to the library, go find your own books on this subject or go to the internet and go to like JSTOR, go find like right. research Mac on this. all that. And then write a paper that's analyzing an argument or okay. making an argument. The paper is not like in 1869, right. you know, Frederick went here and did this. Right. The paper is like the view that, you know, the Germans influenced France is not really accounting for this, this, and this factor. And you just bring in evidence to like support it. Um, and so it's it's not like it's, if you know what you're doing, which is if you're a history major, like hopefully you do. Right. Um, it's not like that complicated. You just you know it's it's a little bit of effort. But if you put in the effort on on those on those three papers. Um, all you have left is the final. And the way the final, the finals are usually pretty chill. The way the finals usually set up is there's like a multiple choice section, mm -hmm. which is just like, what, is this true? Right, Did yeah. this happen? Like, how, Easy, what yeah. year? And then there's, most of it is usually a short answer where it's like a prompt. And the prompt is just asking you like, Philip of Macedon, who was he? And then you write everything you know basically about Philip of Macedon. That's crazy. And most of that information, you know if you just go to class. Like history is not a very difficult major um, because there's not much you can do with it really. Like if you're a history major, you can teach history, which is cool. Like go to high school, teach history. You can go into history academia, which you have to get a master's for. Um, and from what I've heard, it's, it's not difficult to get into a history graduate program. Um, you basically, you just apply. And if, if you've got good grades and if you, I don't know, have been involved with like the history department stuff that they do, it's very easy to do. Um, and then most people are pre-law, basically. Right. Um, that's that's what I am. I'm going to law school. But um, yeah, it's a fun major. It's a cool major. The professors are really helpful in terms of like they talk to you, they know you in a personal context outside of just class. Um, and there are there's a there's a surprising amount of like history research that's available. Right. Um, I will say one thing about history in particular is that it's very, very helpful if you know a foreign language. If you know a language that's not English, you can go a lot further in your in your history on the academia side of things. Like if you actually want to get involved with research and stuff like that, that's where knowing a foreign language is like critical. That's fair. Okay. Uh, if you're just using history to like be a history teacher or if you're using it to go to law school, that's yeah, whatever. Right. But... Cause like um, like one of the one of the professors is um, his like area of of study is like Latin American colonization, so like Spanish Empire that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so his research right now, my friend uh, my friend Sherman is working for him. Like uh, he's like looking at like records from 
from the Spanish Empire in in like Latin America. And he's like translating these names and these dates and all this stuff. It's like written down uh, like a census. He's translating that. Okay. But it's, it's all in Spanish. And most of the world's history obviously is not like in English. And the stuff right. that is in English is like there's a lot of people in America like talking and writing about it and it's very competitive. But if you if you know a foreign language, especially like not Spanish, like a common foreign language, if you know like one that's pretty niche and you know English, then you can like, you can, there's, the world is very small actually in terms of like history academia for whatever your subject is. Um, like another one of our, our teachers, Dr. Riches, mm-hmm. he actually, he wrote me a letter of rec. I love that guy. Uh, he's, he's kind of old school, so some people don't like him, but I love him. Um, like his area of study is German Protestants and Swedes in the 30 years war. Like he's written a book about it. He's like got papers. He's like well-regarded in the like 30 years war scholarly community. But there are probably like, like 2000 people that are like qualified that speak English mm-hmm. that are like qualified, like in his like concentration of study. Like he is one of the like top authorities on that. And all almost like at Alabama, almost all the professors are like, authorities in their field in their specific like super small niche Fair, okay. um i don't know like i don't know to what extent that's true of like other colleges and departments i know that's pretty true of like science like uh, i took a geology class and i always do this for with with all the classes i take i always look up the professor on rate my professor but i also look them right. up like as people okay uh and i took this geology class with a guy named yong jang and he was like brand new professor like he had no rate my professor his first semester he was from china and i looked up his like his like scholarly like academia like his resume basically Mm -hmm. and he had he had graduated from this like chinese university but he's like he's like a world-class hydrologist (laughs) like he has he has articles that have been cited more than four thousand times on like the nature of water and sediment he can like look at a river and be like, okay, if you put a dam here, here's what's going to happen with the soil. Like he's a genius and he's teaching geology 101 to yeah. a room of like 300 kids who are not geology majors. Yeah. He asked on the first day, is anyone here a geology major? No one raised their hands because he's teaching rocks for jocks. Right. Um, and like he was fun. He was a good teacher. He like taught from the PowerPoint basically. Right. But a lot of the teachers, especially in science, are like they're here to do research. And they're doing very serious, like groundbreaking, like industry leading research. And then like classes, whatever, like, especially for, um, I find especially for like foreign professors and for um, professors teaching like intro courses, yeah. like they could not care less about the intro course. They would much rather be focusing on the research, but because they're new or because they drew like the short end of the stick, they got stuck with, you know, 101. 101s. Yeah. yeah. Although my intro to astronomy class sounds like easy, but it was like all basically physics. And my teacher was like like a doctor and everything. She like was like very passionate about the subject. I didn't like look her up or anything, so I don't really know what she was, but I know she was a doctor. I know she was like like you could like tell like in class how like she actually like, cared so much and no one cared. Like no one in the yeah. room. Because it was all like a random, random, random. Like everyone was just like it was like a gen ed. Like everyone needs like a science. Yeah. So it's just like okay, I took the science, like I got an A minus, whatever. Like, I mean, like, it's honestly not that, like, not that, um, easy, but whatever. And, like, I remember, because, like, I'm an elementary education major, and, like, a bunch of, even some history majors are in there, 
it's just like I don't know, like you just need that out of your way. So it's just like it's just a class you take, just take. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like especially freshman year, it's kind of less so now. But especially freshman year, like a lot of the classes I was in could have been like super boring and lame, right? If nobody bought in. But all of my classes, I was very lucky. All of my classes, I had like a couple people that just decided, you know what? I have to be in geology all semester. I might as well like care, right? I might as well put some effort in. And it was super fun, like for for that group. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. We always had fun in, in geology lab because like, you know, in science lab, in like biology lab or whatever, you guys are like looking at beakers and like doing experiments. Right. In geology lab, it's like, here's five rocks, figure out what kind of rocks they are, like label them on this sheet. And like the only like actual like experiment we did, I guess, was they gave us like 10 rocks and we had to figure out like what categories they were in. And we could like, we could like scratch them with a penny. We could like put acid on them to see if they reacted. Like, that's cool. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was fun. It was interesting. And I learned a lot about like just some basic geology stuff, like how the ground works basically. Um, and I was like, okay, this is cool. This is fun. But if you have it with an attitude of like, man, I just got to get this class get done. This with, to, yeah, then it's not going to be good. It sucks. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. Like, I feel like that's what people do with accounting. Like, I mean, like, like everyone, everyone drops it. Like, really? like a lot of people drop. Like, I mean, like it's other after the first test, like after the second test, I remember or the, like I remember the class size, you could like just tell it drops like by like 40%. Wow. It was nuts. Like it was like, that is insane. It's really, it's really like, really and like, and you need it. Like if you're going to be a business major, you need to take the class. You can't, yeah. there's no way out of it. Yeah. And like, if you want to take another university, it's two classes ever, everywhere else. Wow. Because it's we're we're combining the two but the both like Not gap accounting right. and the managerial accounting. Oh wow. Okay. So it's like it's it's a lot to take in at once, especially if you don't know anything about accounting like I do. So I it's like all I do with my time is study this class. Wow. All I do is study this class. Because it's it's a lot. And then I'm I'm doing fine. It's definitely my lowest grade. It's like a B minus right now, but it's 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 rough. Like it is Dang. it is rough. Like I mean like you, you study all the time and like even the quizzes like the, if, if if we miss one question it's 13 points off that quiz grade Jeez. yeah it's crazy and then uh, but at least the tests are like they're like pretty like spread out but yeah but just like the quizzes like they're, they're like there's like 10 percent or 15 percent for homework same amount for homework quizzes so it kind of balances out like if you like homework so if you get everything right you'll get 100 like before yeah. before they i well, heard hopefully. this yeah <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes some kids will get like like an 80 but i call it a day because before uh, there yeah. was this rule i heard this from like previous like kids that like if you got an 80 in the homework or above it would just round up to 100 so i was like okay but they don't do that anymore oh wow so i think if they did that my grade would still be, it'd be a little higher by like three four points or something but like still it's just it's a little rough but i mean i'm, I'm doing it out here i'm sticking it out yeah. i'm not taking this class like everyone everyone retakes this class really? like I, I remember i was like ta- i was like doing the ta hours thing earlier and I had like a kid come in and say, hey, man, I'm a senior. And I'm like, dude, what? I'm like, you're, that's crazy. Like, I can't imagine taking the, like, a, a class, like an intro class for your, like a gen ed, like for your major at like this late in the game. But yeah. like, I would never, I could never, unless it was like a class that was like insanely hard, I don't need it. And like, it was just like a, a waste of like a struggle for like a credit I don't like need. Or like, I could like get with like an easier class, like less workload, then I would drop it. But if it was like, if it's something I need, like intro to finance or something, or like exactly. management or operations management, something like that, or like marketing, I need it. So like I'm gonna stick it through. 
Like, it looks like the, the professor is so bad and it makes no sense. But obviously, that's just like, that's like, the, like a true like rule of thumb that you need to follow. Like if it's, oh, it's hard, I'm going to drop. That's that's stupid. Like you're going to need to take the class. So you might as well just stick it out and try it. Yeah. And you need to like put the work in. Like, I'm sorry, but you need yeah. to work work. Yeah. My dad's an accountant. Yeah. And he keeps telling me to take accounting as like, a, you know, it's a useful life skill. You never know when you're going to need it. <laughs> Um, you could take an accounting class like take my uh, accounting class but I, remember, I have a friend who says she has accounting but it's like a different like it's like JC or something 200 I don't know what it is but it's like yeah but mine is my AC 210 that's a business accounting so and you could take it I mean that's probably what, that's definitely what he does if he's like saying if he's an accounting so yeah he's a CPA yeah that, then yes he takes that but so like yeah you could take you could take that class and see just for fun you know maybe in, I don't know over the December or something, but are you? Are, do you like work with the books like directly? I I literally do everything. I, I can do everything they give me. I do I, I do textbooks, practice problems, concepts. No, 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 I mean like the accounting that you're doing. Are you learning how to like? Oh, okay. So what are you learning? It's like right now it's like stuff like journal entries, income statements, uh, balance sheets, okay. you know, stuff like and like a lot of it uh, was. I remember this new unit is like more focused on the other side of accounting, the other like kind of accounting. And the guy was like, yeah, so like we don't really do that as an accounting, like in, like in accounting. I'm like, why do we learn all this then? I don't really get it, but fine. Yeah. And he's like, and like the way it's like the other accounting is that he does that we're learning like for this like last test, it's very similar, but it's just, like, it's just, it's different like method wise, but it's the exact same outcome. And right. it's just like from a different perspective. So instead of like, like the first ones were kind of like, okay, someone gives you money and like you know like you gave them a t-shirt like inventory whatever and if you sold a product record that like transaction record that on like your uh overall income statement like what was like your salaries what was your wages what was your expenses what were your, what was your income like you know, all of that you know your dividends all of that right so then now it's like okay you're the business like you need to know like as your business regarding no don't just matter about anything else like okay how did you get this number? Like, why is this number here? Is it a fixed cost? Is it like all that, you know? So like, is it like, is it like, is it like a, what, what's that word? Not, it's like the opposite of fix. It's like um, variable. Variable, yes. Yeah. Variable cost. So yeah. easy, but. Um, it's my dad, like he, he said that he learned like all the like book stuff. Right. Like balancing sheets or whatever in college, but in his actual job, all he does is program. Interesting. Because they have giant, like he works for big companies and they have giant, like systems basically like uh algorithms basically yeah. that do all the moving numbers around because obviously it's a lot easier than having like 40 million people right do it. um but his job all day is to like sit there and like troubleshoot the algorithm yeah and make sure the algorithm is doing its job correctly and like there are no problems with it um but yeah it's it's interesting because he said like yeah in college i didn't learn any programming and then in my job that's basically all i do that's crazy i could not imagine that like i mean i imagine i remember my my aunt who goes with the uga for accounting and she works in accounting now she told me like when i went to go to college she was like do not become an accounting do not become an accountant but i think yeah. she has like a cva or cpa or something instead yeah. so maybe her, like, her job's definitely different but it's very interesting how like i feel like any business major if you it's just very like diverse it's like yeah. you could have like, a career in any kind of like business true so i feel like it's like not like stuck to your major like yeah my major is finance but who knows i could work in advertising like i <laughs> you know like whatever but yeah. who knows it just might it just depend like where like life takes me and like it's like who you know and yeah i mean i i don't like really have like like you're stuck like i know i'm gonna be a lawyer go to law school you know 
free. It's like oh, I'm, st- I'm stuck. Well, not yeah. stuck. You know what I mean? Like you have like yeah. a you like you know like what you want. Like yeah. you, I don't really like know what I want. And like for me, it's just like I'll I know myself so well. It's like I will be happy if it's like if it's something I want to do and like I can see myself doing it. And like it's like it pays well for like a good yeah. amount. I'll be happy. I'll be fine. Because like for me, it's like it's not about making money. It's not about like getting the, like so many years in in debt, student debt in college, and yeah. and like like making like the best money, being so prestigious, like being a doctor. For me, it's just like being prestigious. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, it's just like okay, like if you are you okay where you ended up, like are you happy? For me, it's like just you're happy, and like you're not gonna like die. Like, 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 you're not gonna be like, I'm not gonna make any money. Like, you need to make some money to be like, okay, in like life and be stable, obviously. But especially because like the job markets are always like, always like, ever, ever constantly flowing. So, and you never know what's gonna be taken or not. But so true. Yeah, who knows where I could end up? I could be in Memphis. I could be in Maine. <laughs> who knows? Anywhere, anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. I'm a business major. Could be in, could be in Scotland. <laughs> true. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. The lake was like Scotland this morning. Oh, that was so nice. Yeah. Yeah, we went sailing this morning. Oh, it was beautiful. You know, you know, people that work at WVUAFM, <laughs> we're just, we're cool like that. We we're just very, that. very, very Shout rich. out Jack, by the way. Shout out Jack Day. If he's listening, he should be listening. He, he definitely he would. He said he would, yeah. I believe him. So this is, this is for you, Jack. This is your shout out. If you're, if you're not listening, we will find you and we will yeah. be very upset. But, True. Yeah. Um, shout out everyone else listening as well. Shout out everybody in the world. <laughs> Every single person, Shout every single one, all of you, all of, all, all eight billion of you human beings, they're all tuned in. They all, they're all listening. Obviously, yeah, obviously. Uh, and I wish I could tell though who could listen to this, but or who is listening live? Yeah, true. If if you're listening right now, um, find Devin Patel on social media and message him. <laughs> yeah, text me right now. My Instagram is I am and my name Devin Patel. It's spelled D E V E N Patel P A T E L. That's, I'll say it again. I am D E V E N P A T E L. Find that on my Instagram and then DM me and say, hey, I'm listening to you right now. And it'll blow my mind because I want to know how many listeners I actually have. If you don't have Instagram, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't want to like leak my number, but <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll f- just find me. Uh, you'll find me at the station uh, every Sunday, 6 to 7. So you know where I am. Office is doing media at UA. <laughs> ring the doorbell i'll come uh, come visit my fans i do a meet and greet someday thank you guys for listening <laughs> what other show do you know we'll talk about accounting life cooking <laughs> history majors and then play Freebird as a way to end it off so true so shout true. out to all my fans yeah we oh. got an amazing response <laughs> of course it was my my girlfriend and then someone else and that was amazing <laughs> that's pretty amazing two mm-hmm. listeners the and two jack phenomenal listeners and theoretically jack theoretically i hope she's listening but still three listeners in one one, one little session that's wow. amazing that's, that's beautiful good night tuscaloosa it's been so much fun stay sexy stay sexy <laughs> WVUA-FM, Tuscaloosa.